You're listening to Blue Yonder with your hosts, Jim Jones, Peter Streets, and introducing Aaron Hubbard. Are we doing an introduction this week? I think we ought to. Right. It's a good way to go. We're in the aughts. No, we're not in the aughts. No, we're in the eleven. We're in the tweens. In the tweens? The twains? The tweens. Mm. We're all we're all tweens we're now. We're all tweened up. Yeah. Until we get to thirteen and we're No we're teens again. Then the century is officially adolescent. Uh, yeah, and isn't it gonna be weird to say we're like living in the twenties here, here yeah, in a few years? The like, roaring fucking twenties. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, the Great Depression came like 20 years early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's with that? Uh, we need to get Don't to worry, by the 30s we'll be eating bread and... Oh, okay. Soiling green. It's going to be soiling green. <laughs> oh, God. Yep. We'll all be, uh... We'll all look exactly like Charlton Heston. Yeah, with the sweet neckerchiefs. The neckerchiefs and the uh, comb-overs. Yeah. Is, it the, is it a neckerchief or is it an ascot? I don't know what the difference is. Uh, is that a synonym? It's a neckerscot. Neckerscot. <laughs> That sounds like something with, like, a dark wizard is conjuring undead <laughs> items of clothing. It sounds like... It's the necroscoff. <laughs> You'll never have the necroscroft. <laughs> Necroscrote. Necroscrote. Practice uh, necromancy on scrotums. Need some medicine for that. <laughs> All right. Let's get into this cast. We did. You, you, I, I, I see how you slyly dodged the introduction. I, I tried to. Yeah. Did nope, you like not that? Letting, no, not God letting you get away. It. Nope. Okay. Fine. Let me uh, speak to the listeners here for a second. This is Blue Yonder. In case you didn't know what podcast you just clicked on, I think they know that. I'm talking about I'm, the host. I'm Jim Jones, and I'm Aaron Hubbard. I want to make sure they know who's the smart one and which ones. I don't want them thinking hey, you know, hey, hearing hey, you and thinking that's Aaron. Oh my I'll God! What throw, an idiot! I'll just throw this out there. You're the one. Telling people who've been listening for 47 episodes, they they don't know who's talking. That's all I'm no, going to say. No, I'm talking about the new listeners. We don't have new listeners. No, we have we old get, listeners. We get, we get new listeners every week. It's growing like a uh, Don't do a, a it. Don't do seed. it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought you were going bad places it's with cra- that analogy. It's growing like a sea monkey tank. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, okay. Enough sea monkey talk. Let's get into this episode. Yeah, get funky with the sea monkey. Uh, I first wanted to start off just talking a little bit about Minecraft. We've both been going kind of crazy on that game lately. Yes, yes. Uh, we put up our map. If you guys want to look at that, it's at baldmove.com slash map. Okay, should we annotate it? Because, a- like, an- it, it, like from the zoom that's so far out, I mean, you'll see your castle. Yeah, yeah. It's at it the just, very center of the map. Like, it's, zoom you straight can, in, yeah. You can see it from space. And you can see the spawn point, obviously. Yeah, it's got the one it's little marked. home icon. So every, all the action, really, so far has been southeast of the spawn. Like yeah, but see, on the map, it's like, isn't it north? No, not south. Well, I don't know what the compass directions. I'm just saying, as you're looking at the map, okay. if that was a real map with north facing up, <laughs> okay. then this would be south southeast. Sure. At, south a, at a diagonal southwest. line. So, like, Jim's castle is, like, you know... Let's say that's one U, <laughs> one astronomical unit away from the spawn. Okay. How many light years is that? My base is two U mm-hmm. astronomical or Minecraft units away from the spawn point, and you'll you can see an enormous glass tower and then a glass cathedral on the mountain. Uh, programming note: both of the mountains are sitting on are completely hollow. I've totally mi- hollow. I've wow. mined them out. They're I've seen it. Empty. It's like. Uh, Oh, is it totally empty now? Because you used to have like well, this crazy there's cu- maze. There's of... a couple of levels that are still honeycomb, okay, but the yeah, bottom yeah. two levels are completely hollow. The top like three levels completely hollow. Wow, nice. Must have taken a lot of effort. And a lot of diamond pickaxes. Yeah. Was taken. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, underneath my massive castle, I've got a pretty gigantic castle that I built by hand. Uh, the only thing I've cheated with is I gave myself some diamond tools. Yeah, Jim's a little bit more of a purist than I. I've cheated glass. Oh, you bastard. I've cooked all my glass. Nah. Okay. Yeah, we'll get to that subject later. Yeah, breaking bad. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I've I've given myself diamond tools, but I have mined every single block that that castle is built out of, and 
I have mined it out of my orchard, which is underground. Yeah, I was going to say that the, the your castle, giant as it is, is just a tip of the iceberg. Yeah, I have, like, two more levels um, with multiple rooms and, like, workbenches and lava fountains and water and just giant orchard with at least 50 trees now. It's getting yeah. bigger and bigger as I build my castle because I just keep digging rock out right. from, the, from underneath it. Right. Um, and then use it to build with. So. And I gotta say, cool. I see why this this uh, and I, so I, the next thing I'm gonna work on is mm. an undersea base. Undersea sounds cool. It sounds hard. It, to, it to is very hard because it's hard to get. It's hard to get under there and build the base because you have a very limited supply of breath. Yeah, yeah. And then once you do, you have to clear out the water. Which you is have a no. Pain in the butt. You have no limit to your supply of breath. You yeah, personally you do. don't. No. What. <laughs> You could, you're long-winded. You could go on forever. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I mean, like, I like to make it authentic. So as my character's holding his breath in the game, mm-hmm. I hold my breath. Nice. So and I actually can hold my breath a hell of a lot longer. I haven't figured that out. <laughs> okay. It's like prime intellect. I slip my wrist and bleed out. No, so not a purist. Not no, a purist. not a purist. No, I, I give myself tools and glass. <laughs> uh, yeah, but what I, I guess is, like, I kind of, two or three weeks into the game, I was thinking... I don't see why people still play this because I felt like I've done everything I could do in the game mm-hmm. and then not released an update. Sure. And no. now spiders climb walls uh-huh. and you can craft like a billion more items and now there's colored, colored wool cloth, that you wool, can make yeah. cloth and, the, you know, almost any color of the rainbow structures. And I'm like, ah, yeah, I, I, was see, actually... I see where he's going with this. There's a new freaking water. Now I want there's squid in the ocean. There's never been any life forms in the ocean. Yeah. Now I want to build a giant aquarium just so I can have a bunch of squid in it. Those things creep me out, man. I saw one swimming around Why does water. it creep you out? They're it, totally harmless. I, I know they're they a neutral mob. They don't attack you, but squids are creepy. Squid, no matter how you slice it, a squid is creepy. I think the spiders are worse. Like, it was terrifying scary, yeah. when I was, like, minding my own business in a little outpost. I had mm. a glass ceiling because I like seeing when it's daytime out. Yeah. And it was night, and I'm just working on my little workshop, and all of a sudden I hear this... <laughs> And I look up, and there's three freaking enormous spiders in the glass just kind of tapping their legs at me. Dude, I... With bright red eyes. I mean, it was creepy. Uh, they're totally creepy. I was, like, out in the woods trying to, like, construct a three-level tree or whatever, or even mm-hmm. a two-level. I can't get that going. Right. But I was, like, looking around and stuff and digging and trying to, like, build a fort or something. And, like, I literally jumped out of my chair when a spider came up behind me. It almost killed me because I lost control of my mouse for about yeah. three seconds. I was like, "Oh shit!" They're like the creepers are the most lethal things. Yeah, yeah, cause because they blow they're, your and ass they're up. fast and they don't make any sound. Yeah, yeah. spiders are not noisy, but spiders are by far the second because you can't outrun them. Yeah, spiders yeah. easily run you down and they and they travel in packs. Mm-hmm. So like you know, and you can't just back. You like a lot of like normal games. I just ba- put my back to them or I, I put my face to them, run backwards and shoot arrows at them until they die. Yeah, this game you're going to run into a creeper or you're going to fall <laughs> off a cliff or you're going to yeah. drown. I mean, that's lethal. It's like kind of like real life in that way. Absolutely, but we are building onto that map. We are exploring it. We are doing all sorts of cool stuff on there. If you want to come play with us, just send us an email or go to our forums or, or Twitter just, or Facebook just or pop something. On, just pop on the game. It's it's uh, you're gonna you're gonna just it's announce home. it to the world. Yeah, it's home. They can't right. do anything. They're not ops. It's it's oh, homecodefoo.com. Right. If you think it's cool. Uh, send us an email, we'll make you an op, and you can start doing stuff. Yeah, or at least go check out the demo of Minecraft. I know you've probably heard about it, and you're probably thinking, oh, that sounds stupid and boring, because that's what I thought when I first heard about it. Yeah. Uh, but then I tried the demo, and I was like, oh, this is really cool. I can make a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. So go try it. Check it out. If you like it, come play with us. Right. It's like Legos, only with monsters that come out at night. <laughs> <laughs> so just like Legos. Yeah. Uh... Uh, okay, how about Breaking Bad? Uh, we're gonna, we're just going to blow through a whole Bad. bunch of things here that nobody wants to hear about. Right. Minecraft, Breaking Bad, things that our listeners don't follow. I don't know. Listeners were really up on our Matt, our TV cast that got a, a lot of listens. Really? Okay. And uh, we had one convert to Mad Men. I believe that was Darth Praxis. Really? Who was the convert to Mad Men? Praxis. Praxis. I thought it was Praxis. I thought there was no R. I could be wrong. Praxis. Darth Praxis. Um, so anyway, this show almost out Mad Men's Mad Men. It's good, man. I enjoy Mad Men from a purely entertainment value, mm-hmm. but the plotting and the amount of, oh my God, has got blown away. Like, I feel like every episode of this show is like a season finale of Mad Men. I feel like they do slightly different things. Yes. What well, Mad Men does, well, okay, of course, nobody's slinging meth in Mad Men, but here, here's what I'm saying. I think Mad Men 
is heroin as character driven as breaking bad is i think Mad Men is that to the nth degree mm. i think that is 100 percent character development not yeah. much happens in there besides some stuff with a lawnmower like right there's, that's about it yeah there's action in mm-hmm. and 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 in breaking villains bad. legitimate villains yeah. in breaking bad People. so it's and, and okay so Mad Men does the character stuff breaking bad does this it just ratchets up the tension yeah. in the situations like you legitimately you don't know how they're going to get out of the scenario that they're in yeah and it's almost like every week and you're just sitting every there like week, my yeah. god this is going like you're about to have a heart attack i uh, yes i watching literally... a conversation between two major characters yeah and, yeah and and just knowing like what this guy is facing like because i don't think it's a spoiler it happens in the first episode he has cancer right so he's you know he's gonna die at some point. It's right. not like Probably. this character can... like it's you got like a ten fifteen percent chance of survival with this this particular type of cancer. Sure, yeah, it's very low. So there's that, and there's all sorts of like family stuff, and I mean mm. the tension just keeps getting ratcheted up. And I've seen all the episodes that are out now, up to the I'm, end of season three. I'm so. I'm twice as far behind as you. I guess or I'm <laughs> half as far as you. Twice. I'm at I'm because it's three full up seasons. Yeah, I'm halfway through season two. Okay, and I had to stop because my son came over, and I just can't watch a meth meth lab no uh, show, drug lord show. Should with him introduce around. him to Jesse. Yeah, he yeah. could become best friend. That's true. Jesse cares about the keys. All about the kids. Uh, <laughs> so if you, uh, we had some exciting news around Breaking Bad. Uh oh, do we? Yeah, we're you actually bring something on me here. We're going to release a new podcast series it's actually not just breaking bad it's all amc drama what is this i have not heard anything about this man. what the hell man <laughs> no, I'm uh, so if you like Mad Men, if you want to get on the ground floor what we're going to do yeah. is leading up to the new season we're going to release eh, one review starting with episode one a mm-hmm. week or every one or two week. we're going to get try to get caught up to the end of season three by the time season four premieres. Right. And then go live with season four. And then when Mad Men comes out, we're going to go start just reviewing that from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. When Walking Dead comes back, we well, might try to catch up with Walking Dead. Yeah. Mad Men, it's gone. It's gone. And I don't know. There's a couple well-established casts. We're just going to cast about it because we, we talk about it anyway. We do. <laughs> uh, but Breaking Bad, I think uh, there's a lot of good work to be done there. There's not only really one or two other fan casts. There's literally one other fan-made podcast and one made by the editor of the cast. And they're the totally show. different so, perspectives. Like Completely. The, like, for example, and I think it's kind of cool, is the fan-made cast is that the dude is a former meth addict yeah. and dealer. Legitimate. Uh, Mathematics. Yeah, so, so he has some unique perspective. Um, <laughs> sure. but, but I think we have a unique perspective too, and it'll be fun. I mean, like, we watch all this stuff anyway, mm-hmm. and we discuss it anyway. So we're going to record. If you want to come with us on that, great. If not, uh, it'll be under the Bald Move banner. Yeah. Uh, the cast are a little bit toned down as far as language. Uh, you know, we mm-hmm. don't tone down the content or ideas, but we are a little bit cleaner to appeal to a wider audience. But Yeah, because there's a – let's face it, there's a wider audience viewing this show. Yes. I mean, I know the show itself is um, – can be a little rough at sometimes. Right. Um, but I think people are more forgiving You're about a television show than a podcast. You're not going to hear the penis. Exactly. I'm pretty bad. <laughs> Although now I have to go insert those. <laughs> <laughs> in the Breaking Bad, in the Breaking Bad, yes, yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, I see. I highly suggest that anybody who's had any inclination to get into the show do it right now with us because we we're starting this podcast. We're going to try not to do any spoilers, right? Even though we've seen them all. Um, I'm wondering if we even do speculation. Well, now that you've seen the whole thing, there's no point because it would be fact. Well, oh, I, I know. That's what I'm I, saying. I think before season four as... we do. I think before okay. season four we do like what we think is going to happen. Kind okay. of the same yeah. thing we, we've done. We've already got that cast in the can for Mad Men. We're just waiting to deploy it. For for Breaking Bad? For Mad Men. Mad Men. Yeah, remember we did the whole Mad Men mega cast? Oh, that's right. We did it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I so totally we're ready to go that. with that. It's been like months since we've done that. Yep. Um, yeah, so get in on the ground floor if you've ever even thought about getting into Breaking Bad. Uh, so that's enough cross-podcast promotion. Sure. Um, yeah. What on. else do you have? You got anything uh, else? I've got some other things, but I'm ready for the meet. Uh, I've got one other thing okay. that I wanted to present. I was listening to a podcast today. can't remember which one, but uh, <laughs> they were talking about douchebags. Uh, actually, okay. I, th- I think it was Geeks On. We can uh, we can kind of segue this into our main topic. Right. Um, but I was listening to Geeks On, and they were talking about douchebags and, like, 
they were describing kind of their like a guy said something about what he pictured a douchebag being he didn't know no no he had a very vivid image in his head and he was trying to describe it in these generalities well, and i was wondering are you talking like, about the literal physical implement no okay no, i'm talking about someone who is a douchebag i've got someone who you image. would label a douchebag and i want to hear what your mental image of a douchebag is um i actually have a perfect demotivator <laughs> image and it says uh douchebags in big letters says bow before your god and it has this picture of this guy with like Dulce Gabbana sunglasses and this like white socks hat, and he's like, look, he's he's giving the duck face. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, the person. And he's got like a tribal. He's got like really feel like, like he's got lip gloss on his lips, and he's got this tribal tattoo pattern cut into his beard. With like triple pop collars and a big gold oh. chain, and he's you can he's clearly taking the picture of himself in his car, which oh, is you God. know, and it says it's. Yeah. I, I'm, I'll post the image to the main site. A pop collar is a necessity of a douchebag. Yeah, but it like, says it says douchebags bow before your God, <laughs> <laughs> and he I is he's like the douchebag. See, I have like this. I definitely have like that frat boy douchebag image in my head, yeah. like pop collar, like pink pop collar polo shirt. Watch the Jersey like, Shore with like the hookah shells or whatever the puka yeah. shells. Yeah, sure. Uh, like the visor sideways. Uh-huh. Yeah. You gotta have upside that upside down. Yeah, absolutely, upside down visor. I've seen that upside down oh, backwards yeah. visor. Absolutely, dude. I've seen it. Um, and like some plaid shorts or something, mm-hmm. and, and sandals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also have like this. Like this business guy driving this really expensive Mercedes, a BMW. A BMW. Yeah, sure, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and just like not caring about what anybody else is doing around him, just totally absorbed in himself. That guy's kind of a douchebag. Uh-huh. I've got those two mental images in my head. So like a very yuppie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm better than you. Uh, featured prominently in episode six, season one of Breaking Bad. Style douchebag. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you got the yeah. frat boy, sup, bro, kind of douchebag. Yeah. The Jersey Shore, the bro. Oh, you're going to pick on see, me, see, for, the, to me for the BMW. To I'm me, also going to pick on you for the earpiece, the Bluetooth and the, the Bluetooth yeah, I headset. I lost that like six months ago. I, dude, I'm <laughs> telling you, though, that it comes with the businessman douchebag territory. I don't care. It's so freaking sweet <laughs> to listen to podcasts with the wireless thing in my ear and take phone calls. And... As long as you're not, like, talking... I don't know. I'm just saying that it changes. That's where you shouldn't be. I can't. I'm just saying that it changes your life having one of those things. <laughs> I'm um, sure you can. Never mind. I was going somewhere bad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I, I would say that the first, if you get two frat boy, you go to bro. Bro. Yeah. yeah. Like this Where's guy, the line? Is it the visor? I think, I think tribal tattoos cut into your, your face and the duck, the duck. <laughs> The duck lips. <laughs> you ever get you don't talk about the face. duck lips. Yeah, the, the duck purse, face. purse lips and yeah. sucked in cheeks. Yeah, yeah, to make you look like you're freaking Zoolander. Yeah, yeah. God, there's Absolutely. too much of that shit. That's Way like too the much. that's the that's this that's the uh, tween yeah tween years version of the MySpace angle. Absolutely. Yeah. So, who I don't know. I can't handle that much douchebag right now. Uh, Should we move on? Are we ready? We have that, that will segment out. So, so we out. had the soup. We've had the salad. Uh, we had the uh, we, we like you know washed our fingers with the hot towel, uh-huh. and now we're ready for the meat. I thought you'd make a different meat analogy considering our topic. Oh, for God's sake! See, <laughs> I had to start it off like that. You're going to get some sensitivity training. I thought I'm, I'm totally so. Kidding. So I I came up with this idea. I'm listening to the BS report. Bill Simmons, uh, the sports guy on ESPN, has a podcast. It's fantastic. If you like sports at all. Um, and he does a lot of pop culture stuff too. Um, you know, he, he covers all the reality TV he covers. He's a child of the eighties and nineties. Um, he just has an amazing podcast, really well done, funny. Um, he did this, uh, interview with, uh, LZ Ganderson, which is an openly gay man sports writer, which is a rare enough thing. And they talked, you know, just kind of sports and then they got into his personal life and, uh, LZ talked about almost getting his ass kicked in at the NBA uh, uh, pro. What do they call that? The NBA uh, All Stars Week hmm. that was in uh, Las Vegas in 2008 for basically looking too preppy. 
Um, and they're like, what are you, some kind of, you know. And, Looking too preppy? Yeah, I mean, he looked, he, as he said, like, my t-shirt didn't hang down to my knees. And, like, uh, LZ's a black man. Okay. But he's like, you know, he's like, my t-shirt didn't hang down to my knees, so some of the brothers started. Was he wearing a, nas- a necroscot? No, I don't <laughs> think so. Um, but some of the brothers started, as he said, getting, you know, in his face about it. And he's like, man, I, I'm going to start scrapping. Fortunately, some police officers came by and kind of broke the thing up. But he was talking about... You know, like just 20 years ago, for example, uh, less than 20 years ago, Magic Johnson was diagnosed with HIV, mm-hmm. came on to Arsenio Hall show, and he starts off literally just wanting everyone to know, I'm not gay. <laughs> okay. I'm straight. And the audience applauds and hoots, and I'm like, oh, thank God, Magic. Thank <laughs> God he got the super bug off the poon and not the, the, the cock, you know? Wow. And, like, it's like, yeah, I remember that. I do not do not remember that. And, you know, I, I was thinking some, you know, personal examples of my life. Well, Did they woof him? They probably woofed him. And, and the dog pound <laughs> was approving that he was not gay. You know, and that was a big, since, like, you know, that, that, was, that was huge. Um, and I was thinking back to my childhood that one of the seminal events in my family's history is uh, one of my cousins was gay. And that was shocking. And I heard like my parents, uh, my mom, you know, my, my mom, especially, and uh, some of the other relatives, like, you know, so-and-so is so handsome and he's so, you know, smart. And I just can't believe this has happened. And, you know, all this stuff. And like, what was weird is I think the rest of us, I can't speak to the rest of my male cousins, but I know my dad, I'm pretty sure was afraid that I was going to be gay. (laughs) And, you know, legitimate concern, legitimate concern. And like, (laughs) you know, and, and I can't understand what it's like to have the kind of ostracism that a, you know, a gay person would go through even in today's society. But sure. I remember one time, clearly, uh, we were at my granddad's farm and my dad was talking to this guy who was going to cut down his tree. And I was like seven years old. And I was like, you know, doing whatever kids do. I was like, I went up this tree and I heard it like creaking. And I thought, I was like, that's weird because it's, you know, but it's making these like noises. I put my head against it and I listened and I told my dad, I'm like, dad, this tree's like moaning or whatever. And the guy that was talking to my dad, the lumberjack Mm. kind of like cocked his eyebrow. Like, why is your kid being weird? And my dad says, you have to excuse him. He's a nature boy. And kind of like made this limp wrist. (laughs) And I didn't even know what it meant, but I just felt intensely judged and wrong. Yeah. And like. I can't imagine what it's like to go through life with people throwing those aspersions around. No, so, as straight white males, I don't think either of us have any. No, idea we are like the privileged like. class. It's yeah. hard. For, I mean, I kind of knee jerk reject political correctness, but how the hell do I know anything? Sure. Yeah. So I started thinking about like you know, geeks stereotypically say that we're you know more progressive, we're more tolerant. You know, we got mm-hmm. bullied in high school and we got rejected and. And, you know, call mm-hmm. all these things. But I think about in our culture, um, we, uh, or at least certain elements, are all about kind of equating uh, homosexuality and feminist things ne- in the negative light. I mean, we go beyond, like, just saying, oh, that's so gay. Which Do is we? something, uh, oh, I mean, go on to Give a, me an example of this, because I'm, uh, I'm log not. Log on to any Halo up. server, any Counter-Strike oh, server. Oh, God, I don't even consider those guys part of our culture. Dude, Those are, are just little kids who don't know any better. Now, I'm, tell, I'm saying that the geek, the video game component of geek culture is very immature and boyish, and it's all about, this, they're still stuck in Smear the Queer, you're a fag. Dude, I separate geeks from assholes. Like, they're not the same category to me. Okay. Well, you go to con, how many, like, openly gay people do you see going around? How I many don't times go do you up hear, and ask people, how, how many, are you gay? Like, how many times? I don't know. Uh, well, you see a bunch of guys and girls lounge around making out in sure. the, the, the rape. And I don't see any the dudes or bags. girls making out with each other. Yes. I, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't go around making out with people at the cons. Yes, but it happens. So, you, so you're just saying the fact that it doesn't show up at the cons means there's significantly less. I think that I just think that like, and it, I think I think the geek contingent tends to be a little homophobic, and I think it makes sense because from a sociological from a sociological perspective. You know, a lot of geeks were emasculated in the school. They were picked on. Mm-hmm. You know, they were called, you know, queer. 
they were called sissies, you know, because they weren't as strong and, you know, they weren't good at sports and they sure, weren't into sure. that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think there's a tendency to, if you kind of feel marginalized like that, that you, you know, how they, they say pay it forward in like a positive sense. Wow. Yeah. I think they I, pay it forward in like a negative sense. And now this is damn. why everything's fag and faggot and you're gay and you suck your dad's cock and all. It, the go to insult for geeks is, is it? Oftentimes, yes. I don't. Uh, see, you, I don't. You can't I don't dismiss, think we agree you can't here dismiss everybody in a public server as saying these aren't those aren't true geeks. I do. You because, can't disown, no, a, dude, bit, you can't disown who, a, 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 a swath of the culture and say that's not true geekism. Just no, like, I'm not. What I'm saying is, okay, there's a difference between gamers and geeks. Gamers are not necessarily geeks. The gaming genre, the gaming crowd, has expanded to include so many people now. It's become mainstream. Like. You don't necessarily have to be a geek. Jocks play games all the time. Yeah, it's not but like, dude, I'm telling you, not a lot of these guys are not. This, this is I'm back. Sure and this is back before. I mean, I'm talking about online gaming back in the '80s, like on BBSs, and for okay, damn sure yeah. the jocks yeah. weren't in that. <laughs> Absolutely, and people yeah. were still. You know, I remember wow. the See, most just, common insult to be scribbled on the Trade Wars 2000. Uh, mm-hmm. 20 restroom wall which is a bbs door game okay. was a some kind of homophobic slur about this Jesus. corporation is a bunch of this or that yeah. and you know and i i find myself uh struggling to weed out the whole you know your like describing like saying oh that's gay, gay. That's gay. Yeah. as like a negative thing sure sure sure. like i know there's a whole south park episode about how like people need to get over it but again as a white I, yeah. as a straight white guy how the hell I mean, exactly. if, if just one out of ten gay people are offended by that pejorative use, it's probably yeah. something I shouldn't do. And if I can cut it out of my vocabulary and it doesn't affect me negatively, then why not? Like, right. There's, it doesn't there's no cost reason to me continue. anything. There's a lot of other negative things. And I actually had a hard time with that because I was raised in an environment. I mean, we were raised basically out in the country. Yes. I mean, 20 Which minutes I'm, outside of the nearest right. city of any size. Right. And uh, I, everybody was like that. And we lived like... In a very, very backward area. I mean, the major hub for the KKK was a town away from us. Right. Like, so there was a lot of stuff going on that was very anti-minority. It was monolithically white. Absolutely. Monolithically straight. (laughs) I was raised around that where saying, calling something gay in a derogatory fashion was definitely mainstream. I mean, it was common. You'd hear it all the time. Yeah, and, and even, so it took me a little effort to get that out of my vocabulary once I wised up. And I also noticed that, like, religious people, um, they don't demonize anything as much as – and this – I don't want to stereotype all religious people, but, like, more fundamentalist you know, Christians at least uh-huh. don't demonize anything like they demonize homosexuality. Sure. Well, like, I mean, you know, they're like, you know, like drink, being a drunk, abusive husband – you know, deadbeat dad, uh, marital infidelity, uh, gambling, you know, murder, th- I'm, punching I'm, babies. I'm telling you, because I think in everyone's heart of hearts, I could see myself being a drunk. I could see myself being an addict. No, go. I could see myself killing a man. Wow. I am more uh, reasonably sure. I need to go. I want to be, I'm more reasonably sure that I'm not going to be romantically involved with a man than I am of any of those other things. Wow. Okay. And I think that's why it's so easy to demonize because it's like a switch, you know? It's yeah, like, yeah. I'm never going to be that. It's so something I can that go everyone on. is naturally very firmly set in. Right. And I think that's why it's so shocking when a family member to these communities becomes gay because it's like, oh my God, mm-hmm. you know, this is beyond the pale because for them, it literally is is unimaginable yeah yeah, i can see that i i think the reason that i'm not associating this uh homophobia with geeks at all is because i literally don't know any geeks who are that way i've never met a single one the only examples i have are are from online play and Uh, those people i can chalk up as asshole douchebag gamer kids i've heard guys like at gen con and at penny arcade for example like being you know describing calling each other fags and and see, again, I've never even heard that. And again, I say that that's like like kind of like soft racism or soft bigotry. Um, it's, not, it's not. I don't, I don't know that it's necessarily yeah, malicious, it's but not. it's it paints like this kind of you know atmosphere where that uh, where, it keeps, where yeah, a, a gay, it keeps alive this this notion that 
gay is somehow related to something negative. Well, and like I thought it was telling because when I said suggested, just was like, look, I've never really have to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said you ought to listen to episode 130 of Geeks On because yeah. one of their hosts basically came out and said, hey, I'm gay. Like he'd never yeah, really yeah. hit it. And there was some, I guess, understanding, but they talked about that and. And he I honestly didn't know. I I had a slight feeling that right. he might have been, but I honestly, uh, I mean, he seems totally. He's I'm so doing air quotes here. Normal, yeah. <laughs> like that's the thing. I, it's I the never butchest geek I've ever met. Yeah, and I've been listening to their podcast for years. By the way, that phenomenal podcast. Yeah, they're great. Big they're kind of geeks on like actors and game producers and writers in Hollywood, and they get a lot of big interviews and stuff. So check them out. Um. So. You turned me on to that podcast, and I listened to it, and he made a lot of solid points. One of them was, if you don't think that this geek culture is, like, anti-gay, because I'm telling you as a gay man, it is, and mm-hmm. there are, you know, like, why do you think there's gay gamer groups? Yeah. It's like, I thought originally it was, like, just networking stuff. He goes, but they're goddamn support groups, you really? know? Because, like, imagine if you are a gay person, and you're on a server... Like, like, for example, if there was a, say, if you're an African American gamer mm-hmm. and the slur was the N word, yeah, that would that couldn't help seconds. but piss you off yeah. and make you feel intimidated that people like think it's acceptable to be throwing this around as a negative content. Yeah, I mean, but what's what really trips in my mind is a lot of I've have a few gay friends, mm-hmm. and I've actually had this conversations like, how do you feel when people say that's so gay or that, and they're kind of like, it doesn't really bother us, blah 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 blah. But realize, outside of Indianapolis, Metro Indianapolis, uh-huh. Indiana is still you know pretty backwards when it comes to these the social views. And I just wonder that like the only reason they say that is because it's like, well, you know, we're not being harassed and beat up and outright persecuted. So mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> so we're okay with a little bit of uh, yeah, like we're just happy we're not getting our asses kicked. <laughs> Wow. Do you think that there's any of that? See, that's weird because the conversations that I've had with the majority of my gay friends have been the opposite. They've been like, yeah, we don't like that term at all. Um, mm. you, should, you should remove that from your vocabulary if you can. That's weird. Um, and that's basically what woke me up and said, okay, this may not be – I may not see how this is offensive, but if it is offensive to my friends, I'm going to stop using it. Um, so I, I don't have that same experience as you. Well, it's a struggle. I remember going through when we, you know, growing up with our friend Orfer, who mm-hmm. was retarded. Mm-hmm. I found myself using that word a lot as a pejorative for something stupid, like "Oh God, that's retarded." Yeah. But then yeah. when I was with him, I was like, "Oh, oh God, that's uh, uh, that's dumb. not optimal." Um, <laughs> so I kind of like beat that on my vocabulary, and I yeah. believe I substituted because around about that time, I started <laughs> saying everything was gay. Uh huh. Wow. And now it's what like, are you gonna move to now? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's Asian. I think I'm just gonna stick with the <laughs> classic. I think I'm gonna I stick with the classic. That. I'm gonna be like, you know, that's that's fucking stupid, or uh, that is, or you know, that's. You know, I'm just gonna call people assholes, bastards, gotcha. sons of bitches, things like that. So just curse openly and yeah. loudly wherever you are. Right. I but think that'll be less. Offensive. It did make me think. It's like okay, so like if geeks, you're saying that geeks are. Are you saying they're better than most or no worse? Because what I'm saying is... I'm saying they're at least no worse. I think a lot of us... I don't see that negative uh, that negative feedback for being tormented in school. I don't see it. I see positive feedback for the most part. Um, hmm. I, I know in the State of Geek, I've talked about this where... Well, right, yeah. It, where, yeah, we have been kind of like getting so much power now that... We're starting to turn the other way, right. and I think that's that is definitely happening. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, like I said, the geeks that I know personally, I've never experienced anything but really upstanding people. I will say that, like in the leaders of the geek culture, like you think about the, you know, the luminaries or the popular mm-hmm. personalities, yeah, are extremely, you know, supportive of the the gay lesbian uh, community. And I think it's because they come from a lot, you know, a lot of them are uh, Pacific Northwest, a lot of them are California, a mm-hmm. lot of them are, you know, in, in, on the coast where that yeah. is, you know, they've had a lot more time to get used to it and be accepting of it. Yeah. So I think that like, but again, by and large, a lot of geeks, I think, you know, they're a product, their environment and uh, they grow up on the gaming servers and that's the go-to slur for Halo or Modern Warfare. It's got to, you know. Man, I don't buy the product of your environment excuse. Right. I mean, because I, 
a product of your environment, yes, you are, but you are also a thinking, feeling human being. Well, yeah, but you, you can so change when your When did you stop saying everything was gay? Two years ago? Uh, no, it's been longer than that. It's been maybe 10 years, but I, it's just, really, yeah, it's just something that you can take out of your personality. It's not like yes, you're forever linked to this, but thing. until you start thinking about it, I don't think it ever occurs to one to do that. And I encourage everyone to, that's like, you know, again, if just one out of a hundred gay people feel marginalized or threatened or bad about themselves in any way, why would you, why would you do it? Now it's kind of interesting sure. because like I've met a couple women of late that are like pro calling themselves and each other bitches and like, don't be, and even like <laughs> right. using this, this, this George Carlin, the C oh, word no. that rhymes with bunt. Um, they're like open about that. And they're like, we don't like almost like they're trying to reclaim it or they think it's funny or they're like above it. And they're like, I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, that's kind of unusual. It's like, well, guys call each other dicks and assholes and jackasses mm-hmm. and dumb fuckers and all this other stuff. Sure. And bass, you know, like all these aspersions, your, you know, your fucking mothers or your, <laughs> your, sure. your illegitimately born. It's <laughs> like all these are kind of like you could argue are yeah. ma- uh, male oriented slurs. So it's like if I want to be, you know, kind of equal in equality, then why should I say, well, you can't call, you can't talk to me like that. That's the way men talk to each other. See, I, I there's a line that we should not cross here because. There, there are legitimate physical and mental differences between men and women, and we can't pretend like nothing is. I different. agree. I agree. So let's. So it is something that, that is there. built into like the psyche of guys to mess with each other, to call each other stupid names, shit like that is built into us. I mean, that's what we do, right? Right. I've, I've never met a guy who does not do that. Well, and I think that's why there's so much conflict, like at the workplace, because basically you're trying to merge these few worlds. And I will say sure. that. I don't think it's men and women. I like to say masculine, feminine, because there's there's like women like these that okay, are yeah, rough yeah. and tumble sure. and kick ass and grab you by the balls as any man <laughs> is. And there's a lot of men that are milk toast, you know, yeah. wishy washy, uncomfortable, you know, with, with with the you know being hazed by other guys, even uh, typically geeks. <laughs> um, okay. So it's like, but. Uh, yeah, I think that's true, and I think that's why it's interesting where you see this, you know, sexism in the workplace and all this stuff. It's mm-hmm. because yeah. all this stuff kind of comes to a head. Sure. Um, let's see. What else I want to talk about? Uh, so why do you think that – so if Geek is a little bit more progressive mm-hmm. or at least as progressive, why haven't – I mean, in the last 10 years, we finally started seeing some major characters in TV shows and mm-hmm. movies. Yeah be openly gay and seen in a positive like normal light uh-huh. i'm thinking you know if we just talk about science fiction uh there was a couple episodes in deep space nine and enterprise or i'm sorry the next generation where they talked about you know gay issues but it's always been in terms of like lesbians i'm thinking yeah, of, like xenia yeah. warrior princess yeah. most of the characters were there yeah. again lesbians uh buffy willow had willow buffy, and lesbians yeah. I'm going to just put out there, lesbians are not as threatening to male audiences. I'm going to argue that Christopher Reeve in that spandex was pretty gay. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, lesbians are like, and they're never seen as like real lesbians. And that's a pejorative term. (laughs) Um, They're not real lesbians. Well, like the guy on Geeks On said to other lesbians, like these are not, they're going beyond lipstick lesbians. They're like long fingernail lesbians. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They're like, if you're really a lesbian... I'm not going to paint. Don't the, go in the details. Yeah, now, I'm not going to paint the picture. But what I'm saying is, like, these are else. not these. These are like the famous scene in uh, Chasing Amy. That these are figments of your fucking imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the only way a male audience can be comfortable because they had a really frank discussion. They're like uh, the gay guy said. What if Indiana Jones or Han Solo uh, was just casually seen making out with a dude or had a sex scene? And I, the other guys, they're honest, and uh, I will be too. I would totally think differently about their characters. I, yes. It, it's because it makes it a different character. I mean. Why? Why can't a guy be dashing and heroic and badass and get down with dudes? Isn't that a I, no, double here, fucking standard? I, no, I and I think you can get down with dudes and be dashing and heroic and badass. Like if The Rock did a movie where he was making out with dudes the entire time, I have time, a point to make here I could, because I could still see him as a badass. I did some research. 
The Rock appeared in Be Cool, which is a sequel to Get Shorty with the John Travolta. Okay, he okay. was a gangster. He yeah. played a obviously not stereotypically because he's a masculine tough dude, but he played a gay actor who was hmm. also a muscle, a tough of this <laughs> of this gangster guy. Uh-huh. And he, appearing in that role, he then slid into his five Disney contract. So you think that was the one that tipped the scales and made him go downhill? I'm saying stuff like that damages people. Why? uh, And and going to the larger world, why hasn't Hmm. there been any openly gay uh, in current roster football player, baseball player, basketball player, uh, hockey player? Mm -hmm. Why? I mean, why isn't there an openly male gay science fiction fantasy or video game character? Like even know. in Mass I mean, Effect, when you could have like a gay relationship, it was in yeah, the context it was women. of women, yeah. yeah, lesbians. I mean, like obviously it's less threatening, but isn't that bullshit? If we're supposed to be progressive, why isn't there a gay? Uh, I mean, I I see where you're coming from, and why can't like, James Bond be gay? James Bond could be gay. I think here's here's what I was setting up with The Rock and and James Bond and Captain Kirk. Yeah, if any okay. of those dudes were boning other dudes. Then we would look differently at them because we we have an idea of what the character should be in our head now. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying if they created a new character who right. was badass and the muscle and happened to sleep with dudes, then I don't I don't see that as being as much of a problem as switching Captain Kirk to being super gay. You so know what you, I mean, see, I I I I think I'm not to me. It would be hard for me because one thing is like it's never been ad done before. Sure, but yeah. Just well, knowing yeah. that a guy is gay, I think slides him a little bit down the badass scale. Well, I mean, okay, so we have and in our heads here. Not... I'm, I'm going to be frank. We, I have at least in my head when I hear that someone is gay, I automatically think they're more effeminate, and I know that that is not universally true. But every portrayal right. of of gay people in the media that I've seen right. has been someone way, way more effeminate than Captain Kirk or James Bond. Well, I'm telling you what, like, like this LZ Ganderson talked about there. He knows them. I mean, and no one's come out with it, but there are, there are gay guys in mm-hmm. NFL locker rooms. And I could believe that, but that's not the image that pops into 99.9% of people's That's because heads. it's like this, you know, we act like it's not like these guys are the baddest ass you know, get out there and uh-huh. throw people around, get knock people on their asses, and we don't see it because they're in the shadows. Sure. So I think that's, you know, again, before you're going to see gay guys step out of the, sh- the closet in a professional sport where it's like mm-hmm. the – my God, an NBA and NFL locker room must be the most virulently homophobic place yeah. in America still. Except outside maybe of a, a construction rally. site. <laughs> yeah, or like, you know, like, what? what's that? Uh, God Hates Fags Church? Oh, the, Phelps? Uh, yeah. Outside of him. Phelps fuck congregation him. who just are broken, damaged human beings and, you know, uh, it's got to be the most homophobic environment. Um, until mm-hmm. asking them to step out right now is probably unreasonable it is i mean but but why hasn't anyone made a gay like for example i think the blueprints there Uh aims from inception and which one was aims the gay guy (laughs) the dream a little bigger darling guy dream a little dude it's not coming to my head he is the guy that was able to impersonate other people okay yeah he He was was a bat yes really i had no idea he and he was a badass he was a badass yeah and he was kind of suave and sophisticated but Uh lethal yeah um i think that the reason we see these guys like han solo indiana jones James Bond. I'm going to throw out a theory off the top of my head. Okay, I just now thought of this. Why we see them as that particular type of badass is because they're also womanizers. Mm-hmm. And seducing a woman and breaking a woman's defenses down is, I think, and again, I'm a straight male. I don't know what the fuck. You I, don't know I've what heard. the fuck you're talking about, but okay. But, but Do, I think that anyway. as, as, but this is my perspective. Sure, yeah, I yeah. see that as entirely differently than... Uh, Breaking down the fences of a man? Yeah, for example, when a woman on screen seduces a man, mm-hmm. it's like 
Every guy is like, yeah, I'd do that. Should have. I'd, I'd kill the man standing in front of me to get with that. And I think that like probably gay guys are a little bit more open to advances like that. So it wouldn't be James, the gay James Bond, like spending all movie trying to get. It'd be like yeah. first scene. Hey, I'm hot. You're hot too. Why wouldn't we be doing this? Yeah, sure. It's a little takes a little of the mystique away. Is that? Could it be that easy? Here's here's what I think it is. I think we're easing towards it. I think. The the gay rights thing is just starting to come to a head to some degree. Uh, no pun intended. Good lord, Jesus, and, Jim. And and we we're easing into even just having gay depictions of gay people in the media at all, whether they be effeminate, whether they be uh, evil or good, whatever. That's just coming into media now. Right. So we need we're gonna have to wait a little while until people become more progressive and and forward thinking towards this idea before we can start having football players and basketball players people who right. are traditionally very masculine and manly uh, portrayed as gay well and i think that that's part of the problem with the and it's a shame like i, I don't want to say that that's right no but that's how it's going to happen that's how change happens in societies and i think that's a lot of the perception when i talk to some of my less progressive friends um that they don't get why gay people see themselves as being oppressed because wow it's well, every, no, it's all day every day everywhere oh yeah but i'm the if they contrast like the civil rights struggle mm-hmm. african americans went through where every night you saw down in the south blacks mm-hmm. were mm-hmm. they're peacefully protesting and getting dogs sicked on it's them are getting and, yeah. lynched or getting hosed down with fire or with, mm-hmm. with fire you know, the guy saying, I want to be gay, I want to marry my partner, it's like, really? Now, again, I understand, like, just this last past year, there were six gay Latinians, right? They were, like, bullied to death. There's Matthew Shepard. But people see that as not, like, an institutional thing. It's not the police gotcha, rounding yeah. up gay people and beating them to death. It's, like, an individual insane gay. They so can like chalk they, it up to random acts. Yeah, yeah, they don't see it as, like, this. And, 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 you know, you don't live that life, so you don't see it. And, you know, I think that's why it's, like, if the civil rights era of our day is is, you know, letting gay serve in the military and gay marriage, I think a lot of you know, more mainstream straight people just don't get it. Like, mm-hmm. what's the big, why are you causing so much, you know, who, who ha over this deal? So I think yeah, that kind uh, of like, sure. And the other thing is I'm surprised, surprised the majority of straight people out there don't see it as a problem. <laughs> right. I, I wonder why, but I also they're not think being that, like, I don't, you know, well, it's I can I can parallel it with I, this the might be bullying offensive. in schools, this, though. But this 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 might be offensive. I'm gonna throw it out there because I'm just being honest. And if we have a gay listener who wants to like cast the guys, I need it. I, this is for my personal growth. All right, bring it. When like they had the civil rights marches in the '60s, it was a bunch of well dressed religious black folk. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, you had the Black Panthers, but they were kind of marginalized, walking hand in hand and singing ho- hosannas and all this stuff. You didn't have a bunch of jive talking turkeys. With like crazy, you know, out there, you know, in your face, because by and large, you know, especially then, I think it's we kind of diverged a little bit further. But you had like black culture and white culture were more, had more in common. They're different. When you see a gay pride march, mm-hmm. you don't get the whole sensation of wow, these guys are just like us. No, I, they make it a point to be different. Is that? And I'm not like, is that? Is that the best play? Shouldn't they, if they want, hmm. is, shouldn't they emphasize the sameness rather than... See, I, I, I think they would find that kind of offensive just because Perhaps. we want them to be like us. Yeah, why, but, why? but the they're thing different, is, is like... They're different than us, and they want to point that out, and they want us to realize that it's not a bad thing to be different. Right, but if you would see, if you, if, and I think if you look at a gay pride parade, um... That you're overwhelming. And this is the way the media portrays it because I've I've not been to any. I mean, I've I've we live yeah, right I'm, next I'm, door to a massive gay rally every every year. Yeah, I'm across the street. Um, from but the, the impression I get is like every gay man is this leather set, body glitter, you know, speedo wearing <laughs> sexual freak. Uh, okay, I don't. Know I don't any think of that those. that's. I don't think that that's the majority of them. I mean, I th- know that the elements there. I had when, when the very first gay acquaintance i made was a, in a programmer and he did go to like these gladiator themed parties and he brings snapshots in the work and all like all this and i was nice. like nice oh. um but 
I think that is it because the ones that tend to be the braver, uh, more out there, willing to march in a parade, happen to be the exhibitionists. Yeah, exhibitionists. I, I, I mean that's that's kind of natural, right? I mean, you don't become a stripper if you're not comfortable taking your clothes off. But do we need to see more of these mainstream gays in these events, or do the media need to do a better job of covering it? I mean, I think what do why we is need? Main... I think we need. A focus on both, to be honest. Like, well, I mean, obviously I think, we need to grow to fuck up. But uh, yeah, we do. What, hel- what helps us, you know, get out of this adolescent stage? Um, I think I think the gay pride marches are fine. Like, you, you want to signify, hey, we're different, and you want to let people know that that's okay. We're here. Um, we're, we don't we're have used to it. Exactly. We don't have to all be the same. But I the, the approach of, like, we're also one of you. Like, you'd see me walking down the street, and you'd never know. Like, it's, it's not something that we have to stand out and we're going to try to make everyone wear leather straps and, yeah. and do all these things. Like, we, we are just normal as well, but we're also different. Like, everyone on this planet is different. Let's, let's not have a problem with it. And, yeah, and and, and why know, is this person's sexuality and what they do in the bedroom a big deal anyway? It's I mean, it is, not. it is it's now, not. but like, I go down the street, I love the pussy. I love it so much. I do. I right. love it. But I don't go down and like like if I meet a person, you I don't hear that he does not go down. <laughs> I don't feel a need to be like, yeah, I just had sex with a woman X amount of days ago and I've had this many sex. Like it's not a big it's not I don't define who I am by my sexuality, mm-hmm. but it's almost like gay people are forced to because of this culture yeah, culture war that's being that's being waged right now. Like, I'm sure a lot of people, like, you know, it's like, hey, you know, if you're her friends and all that, it's like, you don't have to see me as a gay person. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, I'm, I've got this, you know, rainbow flag on or whatever. I'm just a person. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like uh, Brent Spiner, actually, I thought was brave to the point of being foolhardy uh, today, tweeting on Martin Luther King Day, uh, basically that, you know, he's colorblind and like being sarcastic, but also making a point that, that <laughs> yeah. it's like, that's. You know, you're a Jewish white dude that played an albino android. I'm not sure this this is working as well as you think. And I'm not a big Spiner fan. I, <laughs> sure. I was just a little uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, I, eh. what? I don't know. I don't know. What? Hey, go go on. It's just, no, I was just saying that, like, yeah. you know, I don't even know what I was saying. I'd have I, to rewind the podcast and listen to see where I was let's, going Let's with not that. rewind anything. No, no, no. Where where are you going with the next point? Do we have another point? Um, no. I mean that's that's uh, basically all I had. A basic again. I think there is a little bit more se- definitely sexism and definitely homophobia in the wider geek culture. You're I, denying it, I, but I I'm think not, there is. I'm not denying that it's and, there. I'm just going to say that I've not seen it. If, and if also, it is there, I've not seen I also it. want to see. Uh, I want to see us take more chances in science fiction, fantasy, and video games, yeah. and on on uh, portraying gay characters in a positive, uh, you know, both masculine and feminine, realistic way. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the, uh, you know, the ruby rods of the world. Uh, <laughs> if that's, that's like, please that's fine. get rid of him. No, please. that's fine if they're there. But like, let's see a whole spectrum. Let's God, see. No, the, I don't even want ch- him. I want to see. It's not that he's gay. It's that he's Chris Tucker. <laughs> I like the character. I, I thought him. it was awesome. So I want to see. I want to see the. I want to see the 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 lumberjack lesbians, the chapstick lesbians, the lipstick lesbians, the long lesbians. I want to see them all, and I want to see sure. the badass gay James Bond, and I want. I want to see the whole spectrum. And I want to see them all and, and in wrestle and you know again if we're if we're the Will Wheatons and the Felicia Days and the whatnots uh, and all these video game the bloggers and developers that say we're pro gay rights and we're mm-hmm. progressive, then let's let's bring that into our culture. No one's who's stopping us but ourselves. Yeah, let's let's mature a little bit. I yeah. mean, I understand we all are kind of stuck on video games, but it doesn't mean we have to act like kids. No. And I'm like I said, I'm trying very hard to weed out sexual slurs of all type. Yeah, I think I'm I'm pretty far along in that mission. I've done a pretty good job. So until this cast, you made me say gay over and over and over. <laughs> but not in a pejorative sense. <laughs> oh no, I was using it pejorative. I said I like I said, uh, I would love to hear feedback if uh there's anyone that's yeah. correct because again, I don't think I'm it's it's a it's a journey. Um I where I started from and where I'm at now is 
a lot further along the path, but I'm sure I've got more to go and I'd like to hear, you know, um, what, uh, any listeners have to say straight gay or otherwise. Absolutely. So, um, are we, we're at 53 minutes. Are we doing this? I say we cut it off here. Yeah, we got us. We actually have, we have so many cool topics. To yeah, talk about. we have a lot of cool topics. So expect some good shows in the next couple of weeks. Um, assuming you thought this was a good show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, uh, we didn't. I, I feel like we didn't talk too much about the geek angle. We just came out of it. That's because yeah, you I, shut I me down. Like you, I, I thought you would have a lot more because I, I I thought dude I just find haven't it hard, seen it. I'm sorry, I haven't seen. I it. find it hard to dismiss the fact that we say we're this way. And again, a lot of the leadership is professes to view this, yet we still make quick, easy jokes at gay's expense, and there are no positive role models as far as in our fiction and our culture yeah, and, and all I get that. that. And if we're, as progressives as we say we are, shouldn't we be leading the crusade? I mean, hell, there's been, you know, a lot more gay, especially from a lesbian point of view, positive portrayals in other forms of fiction than there is in, in the... You know, fantasy and and uh, sci-fi and video games for sure. Twilight, for instance, all those guys are gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I okay. think that Bella might be a transsexual, so that's uh, possibly could be right. Uh, an immortal transsexual. Um, so, if you have feedback, <laughs> that's it. if you do have feedback and you haven't shut us off already, right? Uh, forums at bald.baldmove dot com. Uh, send us an email at blueyonder at baldmove dot com. Facebook, you got to search for us. Uh, just go to baldmove.com and click on the Facebook icon. Best Sweet. way to go. Twitter. Um, Twitter.com slash baldmove. And, you know, the best way, again, we're not doing this for money. We're not doing this for fame. We're doing this because we like doing it. We like yeah. getting the listener feedback. That's what motivates us. So if you appreciate what we do. Um, Send us $5. <laughs> go in your mommy's purse. <laughs> Uh, mail it uh, the the bald the bald tower. Yep. Uh, no, seriously, Attention. give us an iTunes review. Uh, yeah. Send us an email. Tell us what you thought. Um, you know, again, we'll read anything that you submit um, with, uh, with a one minute limit. With a one minute limit, thanks to the personal Courtesy arrogance, PA, yeah. uh, guys. Um, man, we didn't. We really would like. To, I'd like to talk about that too. Well, what are we going to do? What are we going to talk about? Let's talk about it. Well, the, the listeners know to listen to the very end of our show right. because we always do the outro and then talk about something. But but first of all, again, you know, give us some feedback. Uh, tell us what you think. We'll even reward you for it. Again, the bounty's still out. We're we're one ninja down. One ninja down. But if you want a shawnable ninja, the most desirable color, still got the black, black ninja. It's still ready to go. Still there. Why has he got to be black, Jim? Because he's a, dead a white mask. ninja is a dead ninja. ninja. That's what I'm saying to you. <laughs> you know, I missed that the first time you said it in cast. <laughs> and I, I, actually, I thought you might have. One of the few times I laugh out loud when I listen to our cast is when I notice the little bon mots that you put in <laughs> and I'm just completely plowing through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My intellectual steamrollers just <laughs> can't stop. Um, yeah, the, the white ninja is dead. You show me a white ninja, I'll show you a dead ninja. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Storm Shadow. Sto- is that that's a, a G.I. Joe? Joe? Okay. I think you okay. would have something to say about that. Um, bring it on! Um, he'd, he'd kill your ass. Sick my black ninja. That's, 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 a, that's a badass ninja. If you see a live ninja wearing white, yeah. you know he is a badass ninja because he don't give a. That's fuck. true. That's true. So he's like, yeah, you can see me coming. He doesn't have to sneak around. I'm His a white ninja in a coal so factory. That's the best <laughs> ninja you can see. Um, where were we going with this? Oh yeah, you can get a Shawnable ninja. They're cute as yeah. hell. Um, all you got to do is bring five friends. Yourself will count. So really, yourself and four yourself friends. Counts. If if you're not a subscriber already, wow. If you've okay. been there, then I yeah, I won't accept your four friends. But you bring <laughs> you bring five new bodies to our friend uh, to our fan page on Fresh Facebook. Meat. We will and you mail us and tell us that you did this accomplishment. We will send you out to Shanamal free of charge. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, personal arrogance, guys. They got a new website. They do, and little, I gotta little, say, little, uh, what's the opposite of easy on the eyes? Rough on the eyes? Uh, flamboyant. It feels kind of like when you see it. It kind of feels like the day after LASIK. <laughs> like your Where eyeballs, you're not allowed to cry. Your eyeball. Yeah, but your you eye- really want to. <laughs> your eyeballs might feel lightly sandpapered. No, dude. I hey, pink. 
bald move right that there. That is a bald that is a move. Bald move. I'm, on, I'm standing up at my. You can't see. I'm standing up and saluting you for that bald move that you pulled. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's saluting you with a middle finger. So, <laughs> Matt and Jamie, bald move, Picard. Um, <laughs> yes. However, it's like, so they act like they want to re-start the war, but they're doing this, uh, you know, held hands kumbaya crap. Yeah. I'm not, uh, I'm not sure. Our military advisor, Akbar thinks it's a trap. Um, mm. But then they, like, said something nice about our show. Like, they actually yeah. listened to it. So it's like, Very we're not... confusing. We might, we might be, you know, PAX East is, is coming. We just booked mm-hmm. our flights. We got our hotel. We got our badges. Um, they hinted that they might be there. We might sign some sort of armistice treaty wow. over beers at, at, at PAX East. If- See, this is like if James Bond were trying to seduce you. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to get in our pants, man. That's what's going on here. Uh, I just don't know if they're hot or not. You know, if I knew they were I, hot, I then I'd just be an easy decision to make. Sure, sure. Over the internet, anybody. I mean, those pictures could be years We need a full body old. shot. None of this yeah. MySpace pic stuff. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't give that come hither duck face angle, Jamie. Especially when you put that your body type is average, <laughs> you can't have any. Of I, only, that. I only get with I only get with guys that say their body type is used up. <laughs> <laughs> They're the coolest man. Oh, wow. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, I'd like so to. Like, like, I'd meet up and have we're probably going to show up at the tavern and it'll be like a suitcase nuke. Waiting probably, for us, um, and then they'll win because they're still on the West Coast. And... I'm predicting that they're both going to be dressed like Pikachu. Really? That's my prediction, yeah. Well, I don't. Should we be a Charbador? What's what's the but, uh, fire guy? But I think Jesse is probably going to be wearing like a George Washington wig. I think he's a history major, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Pikachu with a George Washington wig. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe Eric will be Squirtle. Uh-huh. I'm actually using the real names, too. I don't know if our listeners have even noticed. <laughs> We've been calling them Jamie and Matt well, forever. that's because that's, that I didn't pick their pseudonyms. Neither did I. We found out their real names now. So yeah, sorry gonna... to unleash that on them, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, we might be signing armistice over over uh, a couple drinks. A couple of brewskis. Maybe try out a... We'll have to have Kynes watch her back. We'll have to have Kynes yeah. on, the, on the building next door with a scope. Yep. On Maybe his he can lol, draft us On his lol cannon. Yeah, yeah. I think he can. He'll, he'll watch her back for us if he's not too busy making out with girls, <laughs> stealing, stealing guys' girlfriends, uh, breaking hearts, and taking names. Cha-ching. Yeah. Um, let's see, anything else we got? No, no. I've got no, nothing. Nothing. You're I'm squeezed done. out. I, I've been officially squeezed out by this podcast. All right. Uh, that's it then yeah that's it i'm taking us out Why are we still talking i don't know until next time with that said until next time <laughs> with that something <laughs> has that gone something wrong said next time tell wait 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 this record this record is skipping i don't know what's going on we right. play our outro is off of a record yeah yeah, because it war- sounds warmer. A 72-inch vinyl. You can't. <laughs> this is my entire oh, bedroom. Over a 16-foot-long vacuum tube. Because <laughs> it sounds so much warmer that way. It does, man. And you don't have to, heat your, you don't have to heat your apartment. We're vacuum tube, you know, is warm to the touch. Okay, with that said, until next time, I'm Jim Jones. I'm Aaron Hubbard. Ciao. Hey everybody! Welcome to the first show of fucking fucking. That's what you need to do. You're the guy that does yeah, this. I, I'm You're about to. Yeah, I'm just I'm, warm it up, I'm, Chris. Uh, hey everybody! Well, I had a hey everybody! Hey everybody! Would you like to buy some meth, yo? Would you buy some meth, yo? What is it about being a meth head that you got to hey, say man. yo so much? Yo, you, you need some. You need some. Meth, bitch. Yo, like, meth, he says, bitch. He adds bitch to the end of everything yeah, he says. Yo, I love and bitch. And yo, I mean, yo and bitch is all you need to be a meth dealer. <laughs> yo, bitch. You want some meth, bitch? Anyway. Some nice crystal, yo. Uh, so it's like straight glass, yo. Yeah, I could do something to take the edge off, yo. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they use it inappropriately. They're meth heads. <laughs> I'm telling you bonus content. Yes, sir, you shouldn't be saying that all the time. That's derogatory towards women. What you what you talking about, bitch? Yeah, yo bitch, yo, bitch, bitch yo, back up yo, off yo, my shit. Yo, yo, bitch, bitch, yo. Yo, bitch. Yo, bitch. Bitch, bitch, bitch yo. yo. Yo, bitch. 
I ain't your bitch. Man, no. we, this needs to go at the end of a cast. I'm telling you. <laughs> Are you recording it? Okay, good. I'm happy. Our, our Breaking Bad listeners will not tolerate this, No, bitch. we ought to put a bonus content like on the forums or something. <laughs> Because it is fun. It is funny. Yo, 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 bitch, yo! This is bonus content, yo. Welcome to the bonus, bitch. Bonus content, crystal. It's glass. This is glass bonus content, bitch. Yo, <laughs> straight glass, yo, bitch, bitch, yo, up in your bitch, bitch, yo, bitch, yo, bitch, yo, not yo, bitch, yo. All right. <laughs> Jeez. This is on par with Bo Jackson. Oh, yeah. Like, you say it Bo so Jackson, many times. bitch, yo. Yo, yo, Bo Jackson, yo, bitch. Yo, bitch, Jackson. Bo, yo. Bo, yo, bitch, Jackson. <laughs> I got your Bo, yo, bitch, Jackson, Bo, yo, Jackson. Yo, Bo, I got your you Jackson, know, bitch. Yo, you don't know Bo Jackson, bitch, yo. <laughs> Bo don't know, yo. Bo don't know, bitch. Bo don't know, bitch, yo. <laughs> yo, Jackson, bitch, Bo. Shit. Okay. All right. That's enough. <laughs> God. Oh, fuck me. I think we're warmed up. <laughs> yeah. The human torch was denied a bank loan. Bitch. You need New York. You need New York. <laughs> Yo, the human torch is not a bitch loan, bank. <laughs> Deny that human torch a bitch loan, bank. Oh, you're gonna go give me a bitch loan? Yo, what am I, bitch? You gonna loan me? Yo, what am I alone, bitch? <laughs> what am I alone? I'm not alone, I got my homies, bitch. Yo. Shit, man. <laughs> So fucking ridiculous. We can't get over it. We're okay. stuck. We're it's like, like the Bo Jackson. It's funny and then it dies yeah, down and it comes yeah. funny again. Yeah, we're like stuck in sand. Like, oh. oh, I can't see straight. Oh, I can't see straight. Oh.